Jami'a Tirmidhi. This is a collection of hadith by Imam Tirmidhi. The English translation is by Abu Khalil. This audio is narrated by QNS Academy. The Compilation of Imam At-Tirmidhi The Book of Hajj Chapter on What has been related about Mecca's sanctity Sa'id bin Abi Sa'id al-Maqburi narrated Abu Shurayh al-Adawi said that when Amr bin Sa'id was sending troops to Mecca he said to him O Amr Allow me to tell you what the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said on the day following the conquest of Mecca. My ears heard it, my heart understood it thoroughly, and with my own eyes I saw the Prophet, peace be upon him, when he, after glorifying and praising Allah, said, Indeed Allah, the Most High, made Mecca a sanctuary. It was not made a sanctuary by the people. So it is not lawful for a man who believes in Allah in the last day to shed blood in it, nor to cut down its trees. If anybody tries to use the messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, to make an excuse for fighting in it, then say to him, Indeed Allah permitted his messenger, peace be upon him, and he did not permit you. Allah only allowed it for me for a few hours of one day, and today its sanctity has returned as it was before. So let the one who is present convey to the one who is absent. Abu Shurayh was asked, What was Amr bin Sa'id's reply to you? He said, I am more knowledgeable about that than you, Abu Shurayh. The haram does not give protection to a disobedient person, nor a person fleeing for murder, nor fleeing from kharbah, lawlessness. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments the saying of Amr bin Sa'id to Abu Shurayh, I am more knowledgeable about that, is not right as Abdullah bin Zubair had not committed any crime and he was not involved in any kind of dishonesty. Chapter on what has been related about the rewards for Hajj and Umrah. Abdullah bin Mas'ud narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Alternate between Hajj and Umrah, for these two remove poverty and sins just as the bellows removes filth from iron, gold, and silver, and there is no reward for al-Hajj al-Mabrur except for paradise. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Footnote, they say that al-Hajj al-Mabrur is the accepted Hajj, and it is said that it is the Hajj that is performed without sin. See Tuhfat al-Ahwadi. Comments it is proved by this narration that a person who performs Hajj and Umrah with sincere and honest intentions alternatively in one or two visits dives in the river of blessings of Allah. Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever performs Hajj for Allah and he does not have sexual relations nor commit any sin, then his previous sins will be forgiven. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Footnote Regarding the statement, whoever performs Hajj for Allah and he does not have sexual relations, see Surah Al-Baqarah chapter 2 verse 197 and Rafath may be more general than sexual relations. See Tuhfat Al-Ahwadi. Comments It is a unanimously agreed upon narration of Abu Huraira 
that a person who performs Hajj for Allah and during the Hajj does not perform any sexual activity nor commit any sin and obeys Allah's orders, good news of Allah's blessings are given to him that all his previous sins are forgiven and he returns home free from all sins as on the day he was born. Chapter on what has been related about the severity of neglecting Hajj. Ali narrated that the Messenger of Allah peace be upon him said, Whoever has the provisions and the means to convey him to Allah's house and he does not perform Hajj, then it does not matter if he dies as a Jew or a Christian. That is because Allah said in his book, And Hajj to the house is a duty that mankind owes to Allah, for whomever is able to bear the journey. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Footnote The verse and hajj to the house is a duty that mankind owes to Allah for whomever is able to bear the journey is from Surah Al-Imran chapter 3 verse 97. Comments This narration is a warning for those who have the means for performing hajj and they still do not perform it. For such people it does not matter if they die as a Jew or a Christian. Chapter on what has been related about the obligation of Hajj while one has the provisions and the means of conveyance. Ibn Umar narrated, A man came to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and said, O Messenger of Allah, what is it that makes Hajj obligatory? He said, The provisions and a means of conveyance. This hadith is graded da'if or Week. Comments. According to the Noble Quran, Hajj is a duty for whomever is able to bear the journey. Those who have the means and provisions and conveyance to go to the house of Allah, Hajj is an obligation for them. Chapter on what has been related about how many times Hajj is obligatory. Ali bin Abi Talib narrated, when Allah revealed, and Hajj to the house is a duty that mankind owes to Allah, for whomever is able to bear the journey. They said, O Messenger of Allah, is that every year? He remained silent. So they said, O Messenger of Allah, is that every year? He said, No. If I had said yes, then it would have been made obligatory. So Allah revealed, O you who believe, do not ask about things which, if made plain to you, may cause you trouble. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Footnote The verse And hajj to the house is a duty that mankind owes to Allah for whomever is able to bear the journey is from Surat Al-Imran chapter 3 verse 97. 2. The verse O you who believe, do not ask about things which, if made plain to you, may cause you trouble is from Surat Al-Ma'idah Chapter 5, verse 101. 3. The version of this hadith with this chain, while the basis of it is recorded by Al-Bukhari, Muslim, and others, from Abu Hurairah and others, it is weak. Comments. It is agreed upon that Hajj and Umrah are obligatory only once in a lifetime. It can be obligatory again if someone vows to perform it. It is agreed and sure that after immigration to Al-Medina, the Prophet, peace be upon him, performed only one Hajj. Chapter on what has been related about how many times the Prophet, peace be upon him, performed Hajj. Jabir bin Abdullah narrated 
The Prophet, peace be upon him, performed Hajj three times. He performed Hajj twice before his immigration, and he performed one Hajj after he immigrated, and these were accompanied by Umrah. So he drove 63 sacrificial animals, Budun, and Ali came from Yemen with the rest of them. Among them was a camel of Abu Jahl that had a ring made of silver in its nose. So he, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, slaughtered them. And the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, ordered that a piece of each of them be cooked. And he drank from its broth. This hadith is graded ta'if, or weak. Qatada narrated, I said to Anas bin Malik, how many times did the Prophet, peace be upon him, perform hajj? He said, he performed one hajj and he performed four umrah, and umrah during Dhul Qaida, the umrah of Al Hudaybiyah, and umrah with his hajj, and umrah from Al Jirrana, when he divided up the war spoils of Hunayn. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Footnote Umrah from Al Jirrana refers to a place located some six to nine miles outside of Mecca. See Tuhfat al-Ahwadi Chapter on what has been related about how many times the Prophet, peace be upon him, performed Umrah. Ibn Abbas narrated, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, performed four Umrah. The Umrah of Al-Hudaybiyah, a second Umrah the following year, which was the Umrah of Al-Qisas during Dhul Qaida, a third Umrah from Al-Jirrana, and the fourth which accompanied his Hajj. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments It is agreed upon that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, performed four Umrah, first in the sixth year after Hijrah, in the month of Dhul Qaidah. It was stopped by the disbelievers of Mecca. Though it was not performed, its reward was awarded. Second was performed in the month of Dhul Qaidah, in the seventh year after Hijrah, as a result of the Hudaybiyah agreement. For this reason, it has been called Umrah of Al-Qisas, or Umrah Al-Qadha, or Umrah Al-Sulh. This Umrah is known by different names. The third Umrah, the third Umrah was performed from Al-Jirrana, after bringing to conclusion the battles of Hunayn and Al-Ta'if. The fourth and last Umrah was performed with the last Hajj, in the year 10 after Hijrah. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, started from Al-Madinah, on the 25th of Dhul Qaida on Saturday and on the 4th of Dhul Hijjah he reached Mecca and performed Umrah and Hajj. Chapter on what has been related about which location the Prophet peace be upon him assumed Ihram. Jabir bin Abdullah narrated when the Prophet peace be upon him wanted to perform Hajj he announced it to the people and they gathered to accompany him. When he reached Al-Bayda' he assumed Ihram. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote Al-Bayda is a desert that has nothing in it, but here it is in the name of a specific place at Dhul Hulayfa, Tuhfat al-Ahwadi. Ibn Umar narrated Al-Bayda, the one that they lie about regarding the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. By Allah, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, did not start the Talbiyah except from near the masjid, near the tree. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote They use the word lie for any information that is not correct, whether intentionally or not, 
and Al-Bayda is a location before the Masjid. Comments This is agreed upon unanimously that the Prophet peace be upon him assumed Ihram from Dhul Hulayfa and there is a difference of opinion about from where he started saying the Talbiya. Some of the Ahadith indicate that the Prophet started saying the Talbiya from the mosque after Dhuhr prayer and some narrations indicate that he started saying the Talbiya from near the tree just coming out of the mosque. Chapter on what has been related about when the Prophet peace be upon him assumed Ihram. Ibn Abbas narrated the Prophet peace be upon him started the Talbiya after the Salah. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Comments This narration is considered weak on account of Abdus Salam's teacher Khusayf's weakness. In spite of this, scholars agree that the start of saying the Talbiya after prayer is correct and lawful. Chapter on what has been related about the Ifrad Hajj. Aisha narrated the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, performed the ifrad form of Hajj. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Comments There are three forms of Hajj A. Ifrad, assuming Ihram from the Miqat, the stations for initiating the Ihram, with the intention of performing Hajj. B. Tamattu' as is others above, assuming Ihram from the Miqat in one of the months of Hajj, Shawwal. Dhul Qaidah and the first 10 days of Dhul Hijjah with the intention of performing Umrah only. After completing Umrah by completing Tawaf and Sa'i, circumambulating the Kaaba and going between As-Safa and Marwah, releasing the Ihram and on the 8th of Dhul Hijjah, assuming the Ihram again with the intention of performing Hajj. C. Qiran, assuming Ihram with the intention of performing Umrah and Hajj both and releasing Ihram after performing Umrah and Hajj. Chapter on what has been related about combining Hajj and Umrah. Anis narrated, I heard the Prophet peace be upon him saying, Labbayka bi umratin wa hajjah. Here I am for Umrah and Hajj. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Comments, saying the Talbiya for both Umrah and Hajj together is only in Hajj Qiran. It proves that the Prophet, peace be upon him, performed Hajj Qiran. Chapter on what has been related about Tamattu'ah. Ibn Abbas narrated, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, performed Tamattu'ah as did Abu Bakr, Umar, and Uthman, and the first to prohibit it was Muawiyah. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Comments The first one to prohibit from performing Tamattu'ah was Umar. He used to prohibit both Tamattu' and Qiran Hajj. According to Umar, Ifrad is a preferred kind of Hajj. That is why he prohibited performing Qiran and Tamattu' Hajj and urged the people to perform Ifrad Hajj. Muhammad bin Abdullah bin Al-Harith bin Nawfal narrated that he heard Sa'ad bin Abi Waqqas and Al-Dahak bin Qais while they were mentioning Tamattu' after Umrah until Hajj. Al-Dahak bin Qais said, no one does that except one who is ignorant of the order of Allah Most High. Sa'ad said, How horrible it is what you have said, O my nephew. So Al-Dahak bin Qais said, Indeed, Umar bin Al-Khattab has prohibited that. So Sa'ad said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, did it, and we did it with him. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments 
The companions who had no animal for sacrifice with them, according to the directions of the Prophet, peace be upon him, first performed Umrah and released the Ihram, and then they again assumed Ihram on the 8th of Dhul Hijjah and performed Hajj, as this type of Hajj is called Tamattu'ah, and it was performed by the instructions of the Prophet, peace be upon him, so it was attributed to him. Salim bin Abdullah narrated that he had heard a man from Asham asking Abdullah bin Umar about Tamattu' after Umrah until Hajj. So Abdullah bin Umar said, It is lawful. The man from Asham said, But your father prohibited it. So Abdullah bin Umar said, Is the order to follow my father, or is the order to follow for the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him? The man said, Rather, it is for the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. So he said, Indeed, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, did it. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments According to Imam al-Tirmidhi, Ahlul Hadith preferred the form of Hajj Tamattu' but Imam al-Nawawi writes that Hajj Ifrad is a preferred form of Hajj. Al-Majmu' Volume 7, page 152 Chapter on what has been related about the Talbiyah. Ibn Umar narrated, the Prophet, peace be upon him, would say the following for the Talbiyah. Labbaik Allahumma labbaik. Labbaik la sharika laka labbaik. Inna alhamda wa ni'mata laka wal mulk. La sharika lak. I respond to your call, O Allah. I respond to your call. You have no partner. I respond to your call. And praise, thanks, and blessings are for you. All sovereignty is for you. And you have no partners with you. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Naif narrated, when Ibn Umar would say the talbiyah, he would continue saying, Labbaik Allahumma labbaik, labbaik la sharika laka labbaik, inna alhamda wa ni'mata laka wal mulk, la sharika lak. I respond to your call, O Allah. I respond to your call. You have no partner. I respond to your call. All praise. Thanks and blessings are for you. All sovereignty is for you, and you have no partners with you. He said, Abdullah bin Umar would say, This is the talbiyah of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. He would himself add the following after the talbiyah of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. Labbaika, labbaika, wa sa'daika, wal khayru fi yadaika, labbaika, wal raghba'u ilayka, wal amal. I respond to your call. I respond to your call. I am obedient to your orders. All good is in your hands. I respond to your call, and the requests and deeds are for you. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Most of the people of knowledge and scholars are of the view that the talbiyah pronounced by the Prophet, peace be upon him, should suffice and no words should be added to it, and this is the better way of following. Some of the companions added some words to the talbiyah of the Prophet peace be upon him and he did not stop them from adding. He himself continued with his own talbiyah. Fath al-Bara 513 out of 3 Chapter on what has been related about the virtue of the talbiyah and the nahr sacrifice. Abu Bakr al-Siddiq narrated that the Messenger of Allah peace be upon him was asked which hajj is most virtuous. He said that with raised voices Al-Aj and the flow of blood of the sacrifice, Al-Thaj. This hadith is graded Ta'if or weak. 
Sahel bin Sa'ad narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, There is no Muslim who says the Talbiyah except that on his right and left until the end of the land, from here to there, the rocks or trees or mud says the Talbiyah. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Footnote The statement from here to there means from the east to the west. See Tuhfat al Ahwaldi. Comments This fact clearly and empathetically has been expressed in the Noble Quran that every type of creature in the universe is busy in praise of Allah. But we cannot understand it. The same way everything on the left and right side of a person who says, I respond to your call, repeat these words with him, but we understand and hear it not. Chapter on what has been related about raising the voice with the Talbiyah. Khalad bin As-Sa'ib bin Khalad narrated from his father who said that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Jibril came to me and ordered me to order my companions to raise their voices with the Hilal or the Talbiyah. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Comments According to most of the religious scholars, pronouncing the Talbiyah loudly is recommended, but according to Dawood Zahri, saying the Talbiyah loudly is obligatory. Chapter on what has been related about performing ghusl when assuming ihram. Zayd bin Thabit narrated from his father who said that he saw the Prophet, peace be upon him, disrobing from his ihlal and to perform ghusl. This hadith is graded hasan or good. Footnote, disrobing from his hilal means changing his clothing to assume ihram. Comments, this narration indicates that taking a bath for assuming ihram is sunnah of the Prophet peace be upon him. For this reason, all four imma agree on this point that taking a bath before assuming ihram for hajj or umrah is recommended only. Chapter on what has been related about the mawaqit for ihram for each region's people. Ibn Umar narrated that a man said, Where should we begin our hill, ihram, O Messenger of Allah? He said, The people of Al-Madina begin their hill, ihram, from Dhul-Hulayfa, the people of Asham from Al-Juhfa, and the people of Najd from Qarn. And Ibn Umar said, And they say, And the people of Yemen from Yalamlam. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Footnote 1. Mawaqit is the plural of miqat, which refers to the actual location where one assumes ihram. 2. The statement, and they say, means he explains in other narrations that he was not sure, but other companions said it like that. Ibn Abbas narrated, the Prophet, peace be upon him, made al-aqiq, the miqat, for the people of the West. This hadith is graded ta'if, or weak. Comments only four places have been mentioned in this narration of Ibn Umar that from where the ihram should be assumed. In the narration of Ibn Abbas, the name of the fifth place has also been mentioned as Al-Aqiq, which is located near Dahtul Irq. Chapter on what has been related about what is not allowed for the muhrim to wear. Ibn Umar narrated, a man stood and said, O Messenger of Allah, what clothing do you command us to wear in Al-Haram? The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Do not wear shirts, nor pants, nor burnouses, nor turbans, nor khuf. Unless one does not have any sandals, then let him wear khuf. 
but let him cut them below the ankles, and do not wear any cloth that has been touched by saffron or wars. And the woman in ihram is not to cover her face, nor wear gloves. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Footnote Regarding saffron or wars, both are used for their good fragrance. Comments The man had asked what clothes we should wear in al ihram. The answer of the Prophet, peace be upon him, was that such and such clothes should not be used for al ihram. This answer shows that other than the prohibited clothes, all other clothes are allowed for ihram. Chapter on what has been related about the muhrim wearing pants and khuf when an ishar and sandals are not available. Ibn Abbas narrated that he heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, say, If the muhrim cannot find an ishar, then let him wear pants, and if he cannot find sandals, then let him wear khuf. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Comments Most of the people of knowledge and religious scholars say that if the muhrim who has assumed ihram does not have shoes, he can wear socks after cutting them up to the ankles. According to Imam Ahmed, one wears socks without cutting them, but this point of view is not correct. In a previous chapter in the narration of Ibn Umar, it is clearly mentioned to cut the socks up to the ankles. Chapter on what has been related about the one who assumed ihram while wearing a shirt or a cloak. Ya'la bin Umayyah narrated, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, saw a Bedouin who was in ihram wearing a cloak, so he ordered him to remove it. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. A hadith similar to hadith number 835 with a different chain. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Most of the people of knowledge and scholars say that a muhrim can take off the sewn clothing without tearing it. But Imam Shafi'i and Nakhi'i argue that as the sewed clothes like a shirt or cloak covers the head while taking it off, so it must be torn off. Tuhfat al-Ahwaldi, volume 2, page 78, and al-Mughni, volume 5, page 39. Chapter on what has been related about what creatures the muhrim may kill. Aisha narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Five are fawasiq, which may be killed in the haram. The mouse, the scorpion, the crow, the kite, and the barbed dog. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Footnote. Fawasiq means harmful vermin. Abu Sa'id narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, The muhrim may kill the wild beast of prey, the rabid dog, the mouse, the scorpion, the kite, and the crow. This hadith is graded ta'if, or weak. Comments Fawasiq is a plural of fasiq, which is derived from fisq. It means being out. These animals have been identified as fasiq due to their harmful and injurious nature, and they have been treated differently by the sharia. These animals, due to their harmful nature, can be killed in the haram. Chapter on what has been related about cupping for the muhrim. Ibn Abbas narrated, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, was cupped while he was a muhrim. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Footnote Regarding the term muhrim, 
See hadith number 775. Comments According to Imam Abu Hanifa, Imam Shafi'i, Imam Ahmed, Sufyan al-Thawri, and Ishaq, a muhrim can have cupping without shaving the hair from the place of cupping. In the case of shaving, a muhrim will have to pay a penalty or sacrifice an animal as ransom. Chapter on what has been related about it being disliked for the muhrim to marry. Nubay bin Wahab narrated, Ibn Ma'mar wanted to have his son married, so he sent me to Aban bin Uthman, who was the emir of the Hajj season. I went to him and said, Your brother wants to marry his son, and he would like for you to witness that. He said, I think he is but a crude Bedouin. Indeed, the muhrim is not to marry nor have someone married. Or, he said similarly, then he narrated from Uthman, similar in Marfa'u, from, from the Prophet, peace be upon him. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Abu Rafi'a narrated, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, married Maymuna while he was halal, and he stayed with her while he was halal, and I was the messenger between the two of them. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Footnote The statement, he was halal, means that he was not in a state of ihram. Chapter on what has been related about permission for marrying while a muhrim. Ibn Abbas narrated, the Prophet, peace be upon him, married Maymuna while he was a muhrim. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote Permission for marrying while a muhrim means permission to marry while one is in a state of ihram. Another chain that Ibn Abbas narrated, the Prophet, peace be upon him, married Maymuna while he was a muhrim. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Another chain that Ibn Abbas narrated, the Prophet, peace be upon him, married Maymuna while he was a muhrim. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Yazid bin al-Asam narrated about Maymuna, the messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, married her while he was halal, and he stayed with her while he was halal. She died in Sarif, and we buried her at the site of the tent where he had stayed with her. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Comments The three a'imma, on the basis of Uthman's verbal narration, and on the basis of Abu Rafi'ah's narration, who was an intermediary between Maymuna, who was a party in the event, and the Prophet, peace be upon him, prohibited a muhrim to marry or to have someone married. If he does so, it will be invalid. The Ahnaf, on the other hand, on the basis of the narration of Ibn Abbas, deem it lawful. Chapter on what has been related about the muhrim eating hunted animals. Jabir bin Abdullah narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, The land game is lawful for you while you are in Ihram, as long as you did not hunt it, or it was not hunted for you. This hadith is graded da'if, or weak. Comments In Surah Al-Ma'idah, Allah prohibits a muhrim from hunting animals. If a muhrim helps anyone in hunting, even if he points towards the game, he is not allowed to eat of that meat. Abu Qatada narrated, 
that he was with the Prophet, peace be upon him, and when he got to one of the roads of Mecca, some of the companions were muhrim, and he, Abu Qatada, was not a muhrim. So he saw a wild donkey. So he mounted his horse, asked his companions to give him his whip, but they refused. So he asked them to give him his spear, and they refused. So he himself took it and struck the donkey, killing it. Some of the companions of the Prophet, peace be upon him, ate it, and some of them refused. When they caught up to the Prophet, peace be upon him, they asked him about that, and he said, It is only food which Allah fed you. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Comments Why was Abu Qatada not a muhrim when he was accompanying the Prophet, peace be upon him? The scholars have given various answers to this question. The best and correct answer seems to be the narration of Abu Sa'id al-Khudri. In this narration, it is narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, had sent Abu Qatada to collect zakah and the Prophet, peace be upon him, and his companions were going to perform Umrah. On his way to Mecca, Abu Qatada met them at a place called Asfan, and there this incident took place. Another chain that Abu Qatada narrated about the wild donkey and it is similar to the previous narration of Abu al-Nadr, except that in the narration of Zayd bin Aslam, he said that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Do you have any of its meat left with you? This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Comments The Prophet, peace be upon him, asked them to give him some, if they still had some of the meat. Chapter on what has been related about the meat of game is disliked for the muhrim. Ibn Abbas narrated that As-Sa'b bin Jathama informed him that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, had passed him at Al-Abwa or Waddan. He, As-Sa'b, gave him a wild donkey, but he refused it. When the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, noticed on his face that he was upset, he said, We would not refuse you, but we are in ihram. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote Regarding Al-Abwa or Waddan, these are two places near Juhfa. The first is a mountain. Comments It appears from the narration of Sahih Muslim that Al-Sa'b bin Jathama hunted a donkey for the Prophet peace be upon him and presented it to him at a place called Al-Abwa or Waddan, which are twin villages. As this donkey was hunted for him, he did not accept it. Al-Sa'ib slaughtered the donkey in the hope that the Prophet, peace be upon him, will accept it, but he refused it again. Chapter on what has been related about the game of the sea for the muhrim. Abu Huraira narrated, We went with the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, during Hajj or Umrah, and we encountered a swarm of locusts. We began striking at them with our whips and our staffs, and the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Eat it, for indeed, it is game of the sea. This hadith is graded da'if, or weak. Comments Most of the religious scholars consider the locusts as the prey of land because it dies when it falls in the water, so the penalty is a must, but there is difference of opinion in determining the penalty. See Al-Mughni, Volume 5, Page 401 Chapter on what has been related about a badger killed by a muhrim. 
Ibn Abi Ammar said, I asked Jabir bin Abdullah, is the hyena game? He said, yes. He said, I said, can it be eaten? He said, yes. He said, I said, did the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, say that? He said, yes. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments See the author's comments in the chapter about eating badgers where this hadith, which is authentic, appears again in hadith number 1791. Chapter on what has been related about performing ghusl when entering Mecca. Ibn Umar narrated, the Prophet peace be upon him performed ghusl for entering Mecca at Fakh. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Footnote, Fakh is a valley of Mecca. Mujam al-Buldan. Comments. In the light of another narration, it is recommended and approved to take a bath before entering Mecca. Imam al-Bukhari in his book Sahih al-Bukhari has written a chapter on this topic. And in this chapter, Hafiz ibn Hajar has quoted ibn al-Munzir, saying that according to most of the people of knowledge, taking a bath before entering Mecca is recommended and there is no penalty at all if a bath is not taken. Most of them say that ablution is enough. Chapter on what has been related about the Prophet, peace be upon him, entering Mecca from its higher side and leaving from its lower side. Aisha narrated, when the Prophet, peace be upon him, came to Mecca, he entered it from its higher side and left from its lower side. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments. The eastern side of Mecca is known as Ka'da. It is the higher side and is also referred to as Hajun. Chapter on what has been related about the Prophet, peace be upon him, entering Mecca during the day. Ibn Umar narrated, the Prophet, peace be upon him, entered Mecca during the daytime. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments. It is recommended to enter Mecca at daytime. Fath al-Bara, Volume 3, page 550. Chapter on what has been related about its being disliked to raise the hand when one sees the house. Kaaba. Al-Muhajir al-Makki said, Jabir bin Abdullah was asked about a man raising his hands when he sees the house. Kaaba. So he said, We performed Hajj with the Messenger of Allah peace be upon him, and we did it. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Comments There is no proof of raising hands from any authentic narration on seeing the Kaaba, but there are reports from the companions of the Prophet, peace be upon him, for making supplications on seeing the Kaaba. Chapter on what has been related about how to perform tawaf. Jabir narrated, when the Prophet, peace be upon him, arrived in Mecca, he entered the masjid and touched the black stone, then went to his right and performed ramal, walking quickly for three circuits and walking for four. Then he came to the maqam and said, And take you people the maqam, place of Ibrahim, as a place of prayer. Then he performed two raka'ah while the maqam was between him and the house. Then he came to the black stone after the Turaqah to touch it. Then he left to As-Safa, I think, he said. Indeed, As-Safa 
and Al-Marwa are among the symbols of Allah. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Footnote 1. The Maqam is the station of Ibrahim mentioned in the ayah. 2. The verse and take you people the Maqam place of Ibrahim as a place of prayer is from Surah Al-Baqarah chapter 2 verse 125 3 the verse indeed as-safa and al-marwa are among the symbols of allah is from surah al-baqarah chapter 2 verse 158 comments it is unanimously agreed upon that the circumambulation of the kaaba should be started at the black stone and while performing circumambulation the kaaba should be on the left side the first three circles of the Kaaba should be with short and nimble steps, Ramal, and the rest of the four circles should be completed by normal walking. This Ramal is only in the first tawaf after arriving in Mecca. Chapter on what has been related about performing Ramal from the black stone to the black stone. Jabir narrated, the Prophet, peace be upon him, performed Ramal from the black stone to the black stone for three circuits and he walked four circuits. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments The beginning of Ramal started in the seventh year of Hijrah at the time of performing Umratul Qada in response to the sarcastic remarks of the disbelievers of Mecca that the Muslims have become weak due to the fever of Yathrib. They sat on the top of the hill known as Qiyan to watch the performance of Muslims. The Prophet peace be upon him ordered the Muslims to show their strength and power by making Ramal in the first three circles from the black stone to the Yemeni corner because the disbelievers were sitting on that side of the Kaaba. Chapter on what has been related about touching the black stone and the Yemeni corner and not the other corners. Abu Tufail narrated, I was with Ibn Abbas and Muawiyah would not pass any corner without touching it. So Ibn Abbas said to him, the Prophet, peace be upon him, would not touch any besides the black stone and the Yemeni corner. So Muawiyah said, There is no part of the house that is untouchable. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments Istilam means touching and kissing. Istilam of the black stone should be started if possible by touching and kissing it, and if even touching it is not possible due to the rush and crowd of people, and by pointing towards it. Chapter on what has been related about the Prophet, peace be upon him, while performing Tawaf Muntabi'an. Ibn Yala narrated from his father, the Prophet, peace be upon him, performed Tawaf of the house Muntabi'an and he was wearing a burd. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Footnote, a burd is a type of cloth or garment that has designs of embroidery on it. Comments Al-Tabi'ah means wearing the sheet of ihram in a way by taking the one corner of the sheet from under the right shoulder and through the armpit and putting it on the other shoulder, left shoulder. In this way, the right shoulder remains exposed and it is a symbol of power. One should remain in this form in every circle of the tawaf of arrival. While neither Ramil nor Ittiba' are reported in any other Tawaf, and this Ittiba' is reported in authentic narrations.
What has been related about kissing the black stone? Abis bin Rabi'ah said, I saw Umar bin al-Khattab kissing the black stone and saying, I am kissing you while I know that you are just a stone. And if I had not seen the messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, kissing you, I would not kiss you. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments this narration of Abis bin Rabi'ah is also presented in Sahih al-Bukhari and Sahih Muslim. There it includes the words, you cannot benefit or harm anyone. Omar uttered these words purposely to make it clear that the black stone has no power to benefit or harm the people. Kissing this stone is only done following the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. As Zubair bin Arabi narrated, that a man asked Ibn Umar about touching the black stone. So he said, I saw the Prophet, peace be upon him, touching it and kissing it. So the man said, What is your view if there is a throng around the Kaaba, and what is your view if the people overpowered me? Ibn Umar said, Leave what is your view in Yemen. I saw the Prophet, peace be upon him, touching it and kissing it. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments. Ibn Umar's answer emphasizes that our utmost effort should be to follow the sunnah of the Prophet peace be upon him, and that we should not make lame excuses. Chapter on what has been related about beginning with As-Safa before Al-Marwa. Jabir narrated, when the Prophet peace be upon him arrived in Mecca, he performed seven circuits of tawaf around the house. Then he came to the maqam and said, and take you people the maqam, place of Ibrahim, as a place of prayer. Then he prayed behind the maqam. Then he came to the black stone to touch it. Then he said, We begin with what Allah began with. So he began at As-Safa and recited, Indeed, As-Safa and Al-Marwa are among the symbols of Allah. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnotes 1. The verse and take you people the maqam, place of Ibrahim, as a place of prayer, is from Surah Al-Baqarah, chapter 2, verse 125. 2. The verse, Indeed, As-Safa and Al-Marwa are among the symbols of Allah, is from Surah Al-Baqarah, chapter 2, verse 158. Comments Sa'a begins from As-Safa. All four a'imma agree on this point. If someone starts sa'a from al-marwa, it will not be correct. Sa'a is always after tawaf of the house of Allah. Al-Mughni, volume 5, page 237. Chapter on what has been related about sa'a between al-Safa and al-Marwa. Ibn Abbas narrated, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, only performed the sa'a of the house and of As-Safa and Al-Marwa to show his strength to the idolaters. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote Sa'a means when he walked quickly. Kathir bin Jumhan said, I saw Ibn Umar walking at the place of Sa'a, so I said to him, Do you walk at the place of Sa'a between As-Safa and Al-Marwa? He said, If I performed Sa'a, then it is because I saw the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, performing sa'a there. And if I walked, then it is because I have seen the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, walking. And I am an old man. 
This hadith is graded Hasan or good. Comments There was a dip between as Safa and Al-Marwa. The dip no longer exists after the passage of time, but its location between the two hills is marked by green lights in the present age. Running or walking quickly between these two hills is said to be due to three reasons. One, to show the power to disbelievers of Mecca. Two, Sunan of Ibrahim, peace be upon him, because he ran on this spot to run from Iblis. Three, to remember the run of Hajar. Ma'arif as-Sunan, volume 6, page 157. See hadith number 902, where the actual reason is given. Chapter on what has been related about writing for Tawaf. Ibn Abbas narrated, the Prophet, peace be upon him, performed Tawaf upon his mount. So when he arrived at the black stone corner, he pointed to it. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Comments It is recommended to perform Tawaf on foot, but if there is a physical problem or any other genuine cause, it can be performed while riding. Chapter on what has been related about the virtues of Tawaf. Ibn Abbas narrated, Whoever performs Tawaf around the house 50 times, he will be as free of his sins as the day his mother bore him. This hadith is graded Ta'if or weak. Comments Performing Tawaf of the house of Allah and asking his blessings and praying for forgiveness surely frees from all sin, is a means of reward and forgiveness. See hadith number 959. It is suggested to the people going to Mecca from abroad to perform as much tawaf as they can because performing tawaf in the house of Allah is the best of worships and even better than voluntary prayers. Ayyub al-Sakhtiani said, We considered Abdullah bin Sa'id bin Jubair to be better than his father and he had a brother named Abdul Malik bin Sa'id bin Jubair who also reported from him. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Footnote Abdullah bin Sa'id bin Jubair narrated the previous narration from his father from Ibn Abbas. Chapter on what has been related about Salah after Asr and after Subuh regarding one who performed Tawaf. Jubair bin Mut'am narrated that the Prophet peace be upon him said, O Bani Abdimanaf, do not prevent anyone from performing Tawaf around this house and Salah whichever hour it is of the night or day. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments This sahih narration provides proof that one can pray in the house of Allah during the prohibited times. Chapter on what has been related about what is to be recited during the two rak'ah after tawaf. Jabir bin Abdullah narrated during the two rak'ah of tawaf the messenger of Allah peace be upon him, recited the two surahs of Ikhlas, saying, O you disbelievers, and say, He is Allah, the One. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Jafar bin Muhammad narrated from his father that he considered it recommended for the two rak'ah of tawaf to recite, Say, O you disbelievers, and say, He is Allah, the One. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Comments 
Surah Al-Kafirun has been mentioned as ikhlas in the narration as it details with the sincerity in worship of Allah alone. And Surah Ikhlas is sincerity manifest. Chapter on what has been related about it being disliked to perform tawaf while naked. Zayd bin Uthayya said, I asked Ali, what is it that you were sent with? He said, with four things. None will be admitted into paradise except for the soul that is a Muslim. None is to perform tawaf around the house while naked. The Muslims and the idolaters will not be gathering in Mecca together after this year. And for whomever there is a covenant between him and the Prophet, peace be upon him, then his covenant is valid until its term. And for that in which there was no term, then it shall be four months. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments In the ninth year of Hijrah, the Prophet, peace be upon him, sent Abu Bakr to Mecca as the Emir of Hajj. Later on, he sent Ali bin Abi Talib to recite, announcing to the people from the beginning verses of Surat At-Tawbah. It was customary in that time that to abrogate a treaty, the one who signed it or one of his close relatives should announce the cancellation of the treaty. Another chain, and they said Zayd bin Uthayya, and this is more correct. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Chapter on what has been related about entering the Kaaba. Aisha narrated, the Prophet, peace be upon him, left me while he had a joyous look of contentment and he returned to me grieving. So I asked him about that and he said, I entered the Kaaba and I wished that I had not done it. I fear that my Ummah will follow me in that after me. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Comments he entered the Kaaba at night for which he felt sorry and longed that he might not have entered. He thought it might be inferred from his action that entering the Kaaba at night is part of Hajj, in compliance to his desire of not to enter the Kaaba at night. Most of the scholars are of the opinion that entering in the Kaaba is not a part of Hajj, but some say it is a part of Hajj, which is not correct. If there is a chance to enter it, it is good to pray inside the Kaaba. Tuhfat al-Ahwaldi Volume 2, page 588 Chapter on what has been related about Salah in the Kaaba Ibn Umar narrated from Bilal, the Prophet, peace be upon him, performed Salah in the interior of the Kaaba. And Ibn Abbas said he did not perform Salah in it, but he said the Takbir. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Comments According to this narration of Bilal, the Prophet, peace be upon him, performed Salah in the interior of the Kaaba, and according to Usama bin Zayd, he did not perform Salah in it. He only said the Takbir. Both of them, Bilal and Usama, had entered the Kaaba with the Prophet, peace be upon him, but people prefer the narration of Bilal because his narration implies affirmation. Chapter on what has been related about demolishing the Kaaba. Al-Aswad bin Yazid narrated that Ibn al-Zubair said to him, Narrate to me from what the mother of the believers used to secretly inform you about, meaning Aisha. So he said, She narrated to me that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Had your people not been still close to the pre-Islamic period of ignorance, then I would demolish the Kaaba and rebuild it with two doors. He said, So when Ibn al-Zubair came to power, 
he demolished it and rebuilt it with two doors. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote Regarding the statement, he said, So when Ibn Zubair came to power, he demolished it and rebuilt it with two doors. The speaker here is either Al Aswad or Abu Ishaq, who narrated it from him here, and with Al Bukhari, hadith number 126. Comments Imam al Bukhari and others have deducted from this narration that if there is a possibility of the eruption of a disturbance or disagreement among the people by doing some recommended deed, then it should not be done, in order to save the people from the harm. Chapter on what has been related about Salah in the Hijr. Aisha narrated, I wanted to enter the house to perform Salah in it, so the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, took me by the hand and put me in the Hijr, and he said, Perform Salah in the Hijr if you want to enter the house, for indeed it is part of the house, but your people considered it insignificant when they built the Kaaba, so they put it outside of the house. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Comments The place adjacent to the northern wall with the short curved wall of the Kaaba is called the Hijr and performing voluntary salah at this place is equal to performing salah in the interior of the Kaaba. This part of the Kaaba remained outside the building of the Kaaba by Allah's will to save the people from the difficult situation of going inside and performing prayer there. Chapter on what has been related about the virtues of the black stone, its corner, and the maqam. Ibn Abbas narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The black stone descended from paradise, and it was more white than milk. Then it was blackened by the sins of the children of Adam. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Comments This narration is a proof that when this black stone descended from paradise, it was white and became black by absorbing the sins of the children of Adam who touch it. Abdullah ibn Amr narrated that he heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, saying, Indeed, the corner and the maqam are two Qurandams from the Qurandams of Paradise. Allah removed their lights, and if their lights had not been removed, then they would illuminate what is between the East and the West. This hadith is graded da'if, or weak. Footnote 1. Indeed, the corner, that is, the corner where the black stone is located. Tuhfat al-Lahwaldi, see also Fath al-Bara, hadith number 1597. 2. Qurandam, Yaqut, it is often translated as ruby. In the Arabic language, it is used for a ruby, sapphire, topaz, or any of the clear gems from the Qurandam family but it is often qualified by a description of color in those cases, whereas in this case, it is not. Comments Corner means the black stone, and maqam means the stone on which Ibrahim stood and constructed the Kaaba. These two stones are actually Qurandams of paradise, and their characteristics have been removed and taken away to prevent the people of earth to see the things of paradise and to test their belief in the unseen. Chapter on what has been related about leaving for Mina and staying there. Atta reported that Ibn Abbas narrated, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, 
led us in Salah at Mina for Dhuhr, Asur, Maghrib, Isha, and Fajr. Then he left in the morning to Arafah. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Al-Hakam reported from Miqsam that Ibn Abbas narrated that the Prophet peace be upon him prayed Dhuhr and Fajr in Mina. Then he left in the morning to Arafah. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Comments On the 8th of Dhul Hijjah, Dhuhr prayer is performed at Mina and it is a must to stay there till the sunrise of the 9th of Dhul Hijjah. After sunrise on the 9th, it is time to proceed to Arafah. Arafah is a place 8 kilometers from Mina and 15 kilometers from Mecca from the end of the border of the Haram. Chapter 1 what has been related about Mina is a resting place for whoever arrives. Aisha said, We said, O Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, shall we build a structure to shade you at Mina? He said, No. Mina is a resting place for whoever arrives. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments Mina is a place of worship and many duties of the Hajj like stoning, Rami, sacrifice of animals, Shaving of the head, etc. are performed there. That is why permission for construction was not granted. The reason behind this was to save the people from inconvenience. Chapter on what has been related about shortening the Salah at Mina. Haritha bin Wahab said, I prayed two rak'ah with the Prophet peace be upon him at Mina, and the people were as secure as they ever were, and even more so. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic comments why did the prophet peace be upon him perform shortened prayers in mina mostly scholars and people of knowledge deem it due to travel while others think its only reason is worship as hajj is an ibadah worship travel is not its reason as mina is not that far away from mecca which validates the shortening of prayers as dhuhr and asr prayers are performed shortened and combined at arafah at the time of Dhuhr, and similarly Maghrib and Isha prayers are performed combined at the time of Isha prayer at Muzdalifah. All Muslims do as it has been commanded. Chapter on what has been related about standing at Arafah and supplicating there. Amr bin Dinar narrated from Amr bin Abdullah bin Safwan that Yazid bin Shayban said, Ibn Mirba al-Ansari came to us while we were standing at our places. Amr bin Dinar said, A place that Amr bin Abdullah indicated was far, and he said, I am a messenger whom the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, sent to you to say, Stay with your Hajj rites, for indeed you are following a legacy left by Ibrahim. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Aisha narrated, The Quraysh and those who followed the religion, and they were called Al Hums, would stand at Muzdalifah. And they would say, We are the people of Allah. The others would stand at Arafah, so Allah the Almighty and Sublime revealed. Then depart from where the people depart. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Footnote 1 Al Hums is the tribe of Quraysh. Their offspring and allies were called Hums. This word implies enthusiasm and strictness. 2 The verse then depart from where the people depart is from Surat Al-Baqarah, chapter 2, verse 199. Comments 
The word Homs is plural of Ahmes, and it means brave. Here, it means steadfast in the matter of faith. The Quraysh were the people of Mecca and lived within the bounds of the Haram. They deemed themselves very steadfast in matters of faith. Allah rebuked this and commanded them to stay in Arafah. Staying in Arafah is the most important segment of Hajj, and it must be performed otherwise there is no Hajj, and there is no compensation for it. The stay in Arafah starts from the time the sun begins descending on the 9th of Dhul Hijjah up to the morning of the 10th of Dhul Hijjah. Anybody who reaches Arafah during this time, his Hajj is established, and he who does not reach Arafah in this specified period, his Hajj is not established. He has to complete Umrah and come out of Ihram. According to Imam Ahmed, the stay in Arafah is from the morning of the 9th of Dhul Hijjah up to the morning of the 10th of Dhul Hijjah. Al-Mughni, Volume 5, Page 274 Chapter on what has been related about all of Arafah is a place for standing. Ali bin Abi Talib, may Allah be pleased with him, narrated, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, stopped at Arafah and said, This is Arafah, and it is the place of standing, and all of Arafah is a place for standing. Then he departed when the sun had set and took Usama bin Zayd as a companion rider, and he was motioning with his hands as was his custom and the people were striking their camels on the right and the left to try and catch them. So he said, O you people, be calm. Then he came to Jama'ah and performed the two salah there combined. When the morning came, he went to Quzah and stood there and said, This is Quzah, and it is a place of standing, and all of Jama'ah is a place for standing. Then he departed until he arrived at Wadi Muhassir, then he stuck his she-camel, and she trotted until he passed the valley. Then he stopped and took Al-Fadl as a companion rider and went to the Jamarah to stone it. Then he went to Al-Manhar and said, This is Al-Manhar, and all of Mina is a place for sacrifice. A young girl from Khutam came to ask him for a verdict. She said, Indeed my father is an elderly man who has lived until Allah has made Hajj obligatory. So would he be rewarded if I perform Hajj for him? He said, Perform Hajj for your father. He said, And he, peace be upon him, turned the neck of Al-Fadl. So Al-Abbas said, O Messenger of Allah, Why did you turn the neck of your cousin? He said, I saw a young man and a young woman, and they were not safe from Shaytan. A man came to him and said, O Messenger of Allah, I performed Tawaf Al-Ifadah before shaving. He said, shave and there is no harm or clip and there is no harm he said someone else came and said o messenger of allah i did the sacrifice before stoning so he said stone and there is no harm he said then he went to the house kaaba to perform tawaf around it then he went to zamzam and said o tribe of abdul muttalib if it were not that the people would rush upon you then i would remove it this hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Footnote 1. The statement, then he came to Jama'ah, means al-Muzdalifa. 2. Al-Manhar means the place of al-Nahar, sacrifice. 3. The statement, he said, and he, peace be upon him, turned the neck of al-Fadl, means that he, peace be upon him, caused him to look away from the girl. 
for the statement, O tribe of Abdul Muttalib, if it were not that the people would rush upon you, then I would remove it, means he would help bring the water out of the well. See Al-Bukhari, Hadith number 1635. Comments A. It is recommended to proceed to Arafah from Mina after sunrise on the 9th of Dhul Hijjah and it is also preferable to stay in the valley of Namirah and at the descent of the sun from its zenith one should reach Arafah in either case. D. On the 10th of Dhul Hijjah there are four things to be performed. 1. To throw the pebbles at the first Jamarah. 2. To sacrifice the animal. 3. Shaving the head or cutting of hair. 4. Tawaf of the Kaaba, which is as Tawaf as Ziyarah, or Tawaf al Ifalda. It is recommended to perform these rituals in the same sequence as prescribed, but if the sequence is not maintained, there is no harm in it, and there is no penalty for it. C. What is reported in this narration is also reported in other authentic narrations with Al Bukhari, Muslim, and others. Chapter 1 what has been related about departing from Arafah. Jabir narrated, The Prophet, peace be upon him, hurried through Wadi al-Muhassir. Bishr, one of the narrators, added, He departed from Jama' calmly and he ordered them, the people, to be calm. And Abu Na'im, one of the narrators, added, And he ordered them to do the stoning with what was similar to pebbles for al-Khadaf. And he said, Perhaps I will not see you after this year. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote The scholars say khadaf pebbles are about the size of legumes, tuhfat al ahwaldi. Al khadaf for hunting or fighting the enemy was prohibited in a hadith. See Al Bukhari, hadith number 5479. And it is to throw pebbles at the enemy or game or to shoot pebbles from a slingshot. Chapter on what has been related about combining Maghrib and Isha at Muzdalifa. Abdullah bin Malik narrated, Ibn Umar prayed at Jama' Muzdalifa, so he combined two prayers with the Iqamah. And he said, I saw the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, doing the same as this at this place. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Footnote This narration is weak, that is, its chain, while the basis of it is recorded by Al-Bukhari, Muslim, and others. Another chain that Sa'id bin Jubair narrated similarly from Ibn Umar from the Prophet, peace be upon him. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments The view of the imma regarding combining the prayers has been explained in chapter 54. All the imma agree that an individual praying alone can combine two prayers. It is permitted to eat food between two prayers. Chapter on what has been related about whoever sees the Imam at Jama'ah, then he has attended the Hajj. Abdurrahman bin Ya'mar narrated that some people among the residents of Najd came to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, while he was at Arafah. They were questioning him, so he ordered a caller to proclaim, The Hajj is Arafah. Whoever came to Jama'ah during the night before the time of Fajr, then he has attended the Hajj. The days of Mina are three, so whoever hastens, leaving after two days, then there is no sin upon him, and whoever delays, then there is no sin upon him. Muhammad said, Yahya added, and he took a companion rider to proclaim it.
This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments The view of the imma regarding staying at Arafah has been explained in chapter 53 and the explanation about Al-Muzdalifah is chapter 54. According to three imma, Abu Hanifa, Al-Thawri, and Shafi'i, if anybody reached Arafah after the sun has passed its zenith on the 9th of Dhul-Hijjah and returned from Arafah before sunset, he attended the Hajj, but he will pay the penalty. Another chain with a similar narration as Hadith number 889. This Hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Comments Imam Suyuti writes that the narrations of the people of Kufa usually in the chain contain Tadlils and are narrated differently by others. This narration is free of any of that, which is why it was called the best of a Thawri. Tuhfat al-Ahwadi, volume 2, page 102. Urwa bin Mudarris bin Awas bin Haritha bin Lam al-Ta'i narrated, I came to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, at al-Muzdalifa, when he left for the Salah. I said, O Messenger of Allah, I came from the two mountains of the tribe of Ta'i, wearing out my mount and exhausting myself. By Allah, I did not leave a habl sand dune without stopping on it. So is there hajj for me? The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever attends the Salah of ours and stays here with us until departing, while he has stood during the night or the day before that at Arafah, then he has completed his hajj and fulfilled his tafath. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments This narration strengthens the point of view of Imam Ahmed that he who reaches Arafah between the morning of the 9th of Dhul Hijjah and the morning of the 10th of Dhul Hijjah, then he has attended the Hajj. The view of the rightly guided caliphs and Imam Ahmed support each other. Chapter on what has been related about the weak departing early from Jama' during the night. Ibn Abbas narrated. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, sent me with the thaqal, load of baggage, during the night from Jama'ah. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote Thaqal means the traveler's baggage and entourage. Tuhfat al-Ahwaldi, C. al-Bukhari, hadiths number 1676 to 1681. Ibn Abbas narrated, The Prophet, peace be upon him, advanced the weak among his family, and he said, Do not stone the Jamarah until the sun has risen. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Chapter on what has been related about stoning on the day of a nahr during the duha, the morning light. Jabir narrated, The Prophet, peace be upon him, would stone on the day of a nahr during the morning light. As for the days afterwards, then he would do it after the zenith of the sun. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments On the day of al-Nahr, pebbles are thrown to the Jamarah al-Aqabah, which is also called Jamarat al-Kubra. It is situated on the side of Mecca. In the rest of the days, the pebbles are thrown to all the Jamarat. Chapter on what has been related about departing from Jamarat is before the rising of the sun. Ibn Abbas narrated, The Prophet, peace be upon him, departed before the rising of the sun. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Comments The view of the imma 
has been explained in chapter 54. Amr bin Maymun narrated, We were halted at Jam'ah when Umar bin al-Khattab said, The idolaters would not depart until the sun had risen, and they would say, Let the sun shine on Thabir. And indeed, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, contradicted them. So Umar departed before the rising of the sun. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Footnote, Thabir is the largest mountain of Mecca which is visible on the route to Mina. See Tuhfat al-Ahwaldi. Comments, in the era of Jahiliyyah, the period of ignorance, people used to sit and wait for the sunrise. The affirmation of sunrise was that the mount of Thabir would shine. While sitting and waiting for the sunrise, they used to say, O Thabir, shine up. In Ibn Majah, there is the addition of the words, so we could attack. Chapter on what has been related about the Jimar are stoned with pebbles similar to Al-Khadaf. Jabir narrated, I saw the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, stoning the Jimar with what was similar to the pebbles for Al-Khadaf. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Footnote Regarding Al-Khadaf, see hadith number 886. Comments The scholars recommended that the Jimar should be stoned with pebbles and not with big stones or anything else, as the Sunnah of the Prophet peace be upon him. The size of the pebble should be as the average size of chickpeas. Chapter on what has been related about stoning after the sun has passed the zenith. Ibn Abbas narrated, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, stoned the Jimar when the sun had passed the zenith. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Chapter on what has been related about stoning the Jimar while riding and walking. Ibn Abbas narrated, The Prophet, peace be upon him, stoned the Jamarah on the day of An-Nahr while riding. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments The narration of Jabir is unanimously agreed upon. That the Prophet, peace be upon him, stoned Jamarah al-Aqaba while riding his she-camel. He said, Learn from me to perform the rites of Hajj, for I am not aware if I will perform the next Hajj or not. Ibn Umar narrated, The Prophet, peace be upon him, would walk when stoning the Jimar, both going and returning. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Comments Most of the Imma are of the opinion that it is commended and approved to stone the Jimar while riding on the day of An-Nahar. There is a difference of opinion on stoning the Jimar on the rest of the two days. Imam Nawawi, Imam Malik, and Imam Shafi'i are of the opinion it is better if Jamratul Aqaba is stoned while riding, provided someone reaches there on a mount. But if he is on foot, he should stone it as he reached there. It is Sunnah to stone the Jamar on foot in the first two days of Tashriq, that is the 11th and 12th of Dhul Hijjah, and on the 3rd, that is the 13th of Dhul Hijjah, it should be stoned while riding. Chapter on what has been related about the manner of stoning the Jimar. Abdurrahman bin Yazid narrated, When Abdullah went to stone Jamratul Aqabah, he went to the middle of the valley, faced the Kaaba, and proceeded to stone the Jamara at its southern wall. Then he stoned with seven pebbles, saying, Allahu Akbar, with each pebble. Then he said, 
by Allah except whom none is worthy of worship. This is where the one stone to whom Surah Al-Baqarah was revealed. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments All the scholars and people of knowledge unanimously agree that Jamratul Aqaba should be stoned with seven pebbles, every pebble thrown separately towards the Jamrah, and the Kaaba should be on the left side, and Mina on the right. Aisha narrated that the Prophet peace be upon him said, stoning the Jamar and Sa'i between As-Safa and Al-Marwa are only done for the establishment of Allah's remembrance. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments This narration makes it clear that those stoning the Jamar and Sa'i between As-Safa and Al-Marwa apparently do not look like a part of worship but as it is an order of Allah, it is worship and a way to remember Allah. Chapter 1 what has been related about it being disliked for the people to crowd when stoning the Jamar. Qudama bin Abdullah said, I saw the Prophet peace be upon him stoning the Jamar upon his she-camel. There was no hitting, nor crowding, nor look out, look out. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Comments The Prophet's peace be upon him's practice and way of the stoning the Jamar shows that it should be done with grace and in a dignified manner. There should be no pushing and pressing others to make room for oneself. Chapter on what has been related about sharing in Badana, sacrificial camels and cows. Jabir narrated, We slaughtered with the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, during the year of Al-Hudaybiyah, a cow for seven and a Badana for seven. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Ibn Abbas narrated, We were with the Prophet, peace be upon him, on a journey on the day of Adha. So seven of us shared in a cow and ten for a camel. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments Badana means a fat and well-nourished cow or a camel. Imam Abu Hanifa, Shafi'i, Ahmed, Al-Awza'i, Al-Thawri, and many companions of the Prophet, peace be upon him, and the followers of the companions say that seven persons share a cow or camel for sacrifice. Sa'id bin al-Musayyib and Ishaq are of the opinion that seven persons can share a cow and ten persons can share a camel. Al-Mughni, volume 13, pages 363, page 363 to 364. Chapter on what has been related about marking the budun sacrificial camels. Ibn Abbas narrated, the Prophet peace be upon him garlanded two sandals and marked the hadi on the right side at Dhul Hulayfa and removed the blood from it. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Qalada means to garland a sacrificial animal with two sandals around the neck to make it public that this animal is for sacrifice and no one should harm it. The second sign is to mark the camel on the right side. This marking is called Isha'ar. Chapter on Purchasing the Hadi Ibn Umar narrated, The Prophet, peace be upon him, purchased his Hadi in Qudayd. This hadith is graded Da'if or weak. Comments It is unanimously agreed that the Prophet, peace be upon him, brought his Hadi, animal for sacrifice, from Al-Madinah. This event is related to Ibn Umar and it proves that a hadi can be brought on the way during travel. 
Chapter 1 What has been related about garlanding the hadi for the resident. Aisha narrated, I twisted the garlands for the hadi of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Then he did not assume ihram, nor did he avoid any clothing. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote Regarding the statement, gardening the hadi for the resident, this means one who has not yet entered a state of ihram. Comments Most of the scholars and people of knowledge are of the opinion that if someone garlands his hadi and sends it to the haram, he is not a muhrim until he puts on ihram. Chapter on what has been related about gardening sheep. Aisha narrated, I twisted the garlands for all of the hadi of the messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, which were sheep. Then he did not assume ihram. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote. The term al-ghanam is used for goat and sheep. Comments According to Imam Nawawi, most of the people of knowledge are of the opinion that the sheep too should be garlanded. Chapter on what has been related about what is done with the hadi when it is afflicted. Najiyah al-Khuzai, the companion of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, I said, O Messenger of Allah, what should be done with the afflicted among the hadi? He said, Slaughter them, then dip their sandals in their blood, then leave them so that the people can eat them. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments If somebody takes his hadi with him and on the way it is near to its death, it should be slaughtered before its death and its sandals should be dipped in the blood to make it clear to the people that this animal is hadi and they can eat it. The owner of the hadi and his companions are not allowed to eat from hadi. If this hadi is voluntary, there is no need to slaughter another animal. But if this sacrifice is obligatory, another hadi must be given in hajj. Chapter on what has been related about riding the badana. Anas bin Malik narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, saw a man driving his badana, so he said to him, Ride it. He said, O Messenger of Allah, it is a badana. So on the third or fourth time, he said to him, Ride it, and woe to you. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Chapter on what has been related about which side of the head to begin with for shaving. Anas bin Malik narrated, When the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, stoned the Jamarah, he slaughtered his sacrifice, then he presented the barber the right side of his head, and he shaved it. Then he gave the hair to Abu Talha. Then he presented the left side to him, and he shaved it. Then he said, Divide it, the hair, among the people. This hadith is graded Hasanun Sahih, or of good authenticity. Comments According to Imam Nawawi, and in the view of many other scholars, shaving the head should be started from the right side, and it is sunnah of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Imam Abu Hanifa is of the opinion that shaving should be started from the left side. Sahih Muslim, Nawawi, Volume 1, page 421. According to Allama ibn Abdin, Imam Abu Hanifa changed his view after knowing the narration. If a barber shaves the head while standing behind a person, both of them will have their right side on their right. But if the barber shaves the head while standing in front of the person, 
The barber's right will be the person's left. Ma'arif as-Sunan, Volume 6, page 275. Chapter on what has been related about shaving and about shortening. Ibn Umar narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, May Allah have mercy upon those who shaved, saying it one or two times. Then he said, and those who shortened. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments All scholars agree that shaving of the head is recommended and hair cutting, shortening of hair, is also approved. According to the scholars, cutting the hair or shaving the head is part of Umrah and Hajj and without it, Hajj or Umrah is not complete. Chapter on what has been related about it being disliked for women to shave. Ali narrated, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, prohibited that a woman should shave her head. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Another chain with similar as hadith number 914 from Khilas, but he did not mention from Ali. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments. All scholars agree that a woman is not allowed to shave her head. She is allowed to shorten her hair only. Chapter on what has been related about one who shaved before he slaughtered or offered the sacrifice before he stoned. Abdullah bin Amr narrated, A man asked the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, I shaved before slaughtering. So he said, Slaughter, and there is no harm. Another man asked him, I performed the sacrifice before stoning. He said, Stone, and there is no harm. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments A detailed explanation has been given in chapter 54. Chapter on what has been related about using perfume when ending ihram before the visiting. Aisha narrated, I put perfume with musk in it on the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, before he assumed ihram, and on the day of an-nahr, before he performed tawaf around the house. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Footnote, regarding the statement, using perfume when ending ihram before the visiting, means before returning to perform tawaf around the Kaaba. Comments, most scholars are of the opinion that the use of perfume before assuming ihram is allowed and also allowed before the tawaf around the house on the day of an-nahr. The ahnaf are also of the same opinion. Chapter on what has been related about discontinuing the talbiyah during hajj. Al-Fadl bin Abbas narrated, I was a companion rider with the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, from Jam'ah to Mina. He did not cease saying the talbiyah until stoning Jamrat al-Aqabah. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments All the scholars agree that till the stoning of Jamarat al-Aqabah, saying the talbiyah is sunnah. Chapter on what has been related about discontinuing the talbiyah during Umrah. Ibn Abbas narrated that the Prophet peace be upon him would stop saying the talbiyah during Umrah when he touched the black stone. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Comments According to Imam Abu Hanifa, 
Imam Shafi'i and Imam Ahmed. The one who intends to perform Umrah should say the Talbiyah till he touches the black stone. According to Imam Malik, if the Ihram has been assumed from the Miqat, one should discontinue saying the Talbiyah as soon as he enters the limits of the Haram. Chapter on what has been related about the visiting Tawaf during the night. Aisha narrated, the Prophet peace be upon him delayed the visiting Tawaf until the night. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Comments The 10th of Dhul Hijjah is the day of An Nahr, and four things are to be performed on this day, and the last thing is Tawaf of the house. This Tawaf is known by many names like Tawaf of Fard, Tawaf al Ifada, and Tawaf al Ziyara. Chapter on what has been related about camping at Al Abdah. Ibn Umar narrated, the Prophet, peace be upon him, Abu Bakr, Umar, and Uthman would camp at Al Abdah. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Ibn Abbas narrated, A tahsib is nothing, it is only a place that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, camped at. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Comments According to Imam Nawawi, Muhasab, Abtah, Ba'tha, and Khayf bin Khinana are different names of one place. And staying here is approved as the Prophet, peace be upon him, camped here and Al Khulayfa, Al Rashidun, also camped there. It is better if Salat al Dhuhr, Asur, Maghrib, and Isha are performed there. Sahih Muslim, Volume 1. Page 422 Chapter on what is related about camping at Al-Abbah Aisha narrated, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, only camped at Al-Abbah because it was easier for his departure. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments All the scholars agree that camping at the valley of Muhassab is not part of Hajj. If someone does not camp there, there is no harm in it, and there is no penalty on him. Chapter on what has been related about the Hajj of a boy. Jabir bin Abdullah narrated, A woman held a boy of hers up for the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and said, O Messenger of Allah, is there Hajj for this one? He said, Yes, and you will be rewarded. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. As-Sa'ib bin Yazid narrated, My father took me for Hajj with the Messenger of Allah during the farewell Hajj, and I was seven years old. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Comments All the imma and scholars agree the Hajj is not obligatory for a minor, but if it is performed by a minor, then it is approved and correct. Another chain from Jabir bin Abdullah from the Prophet peace be upon him with similar Muhammad bin Tarif hadith number 924 This hadith is great sahih or authentic Chapter on the talbiyah on behalf of women and stoning on behalf of boys Jabir narrated when we performed our hajj with the Prophet peace be upon him 
we would say the talbiyah for the women and we would stone for the boys. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Comments According to Imam Muhib Tabari, men should say the talbiyah on behalf of women. It is unanimously agreed that women should say the talbiyah in a low voice as their voice may cause some type of temptation for male members. Chapter on what has been related about Hajj on behalf of the elderly man and the dead. Al-Fadl bin Abbas narrated, My father has lived until Allah has made Hajj obligatory and he is an elderly man who is not able to sit on the back of a camel. So he, peace be upon him, said, Perform Hajj for him. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote Regarding the statement, perform hajj for him, see hadith number 885. Comments It is allowed to perform hajj on behalf of a deceased person. According to Ibn Umar and Ibrahim and Nakahi, hajj cannot be performed on behalf of others. Imam Malik is of the same point of view. Most of the scholars and people of knowledge say that if someone cannot perform hajj himself, Due to some weakness or some other genuine reason, someone else can perform Hajj on his or her behalf in his or her life. Chapter on something else related about what has been related about Hajj on behalf of the dead. Abdullah bin Buraida narrated from his father who said, A woman came to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and said, My mother died and she did not perform Hajj. Should I perform Hajj on her behalf? He said, Yes, perform Hajj on her behalf. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Comments It is agreed that he who has performed his fard obligatory Hajj, then he can perform Hajj on behalf of another person. But whoever has not performed his fard Hajj, he is not allowed to perform Hajj on behalf of others. Tuhfat al Ahwadi. Volume 2, page 113. Chapter on Something else related about what has been related about Hajj on behalf of the dead. Abu Razin al-Uqayli narrated that he went to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and said, O Messenger of Allah, my father is an elderly man who is not able to perform Hajj nor Umrah, nor undertake a journey. He said, Perform Hajj on behalf of your father and perform Umrah. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Comments Both Hajj and Umrah can be performed by proxy. Al Mughni, Volume 5, page 27. Chapter on What has been related about Umrah. Is it required or not? Jabir narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, was asked about whether Umrah was obligatory. He said, No, but if you perform Umrah, it is more virtuous. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Comments Hajj and Umrah are both obligatory for a person who has the means. Chapter on Something else related about Umrah has been entered into Hajj until the day of resurrection. Ibn Abbas narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Umrah has been entered into Hajj until the day of resurrection. This hadith is graded Sahih 
or authentic. Comments According to Imam Malik and Shafi'i, Shawwal, Dhul Qaida, and Dhul Hijjah, three complete months are Hajj months, whereas according to Imam Ahmed and Abu Hanifa, up to the 10th of Dhul Hijjah are the months of Hajj. The correct report of Imam Shafi'i is that the 10th of Dhul Hijjah is not included in the months of Hajj. Tuhfat al Ahwaldi, Volume 2, page 114. The correct understanding of the narration is as described by Imam at Tirmidhi. Chapter on what has been related mentioning the virtues of Umrah. Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Umrah to Umrah atones for the sins between them, and for Al Hajj al Mabrur, there is no reward except paradise. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Footnote Regarding Al Hajj al Mabrur, see hadith number 810. Comments The blessed journey of Umrah provides a chance for repentance and to ask Allah for forgiveness. The sins between Umrah to Umrah are forgiven by Allah. Similarly, Hajj free from showing off and hypocrisy is rewarded with paradise. Chapter on what has been related about performing Umrah from At-Tan'im. Amr bin Aws narrated from Abdurrahman bin Abi Bakr, the Prophet peace be upon him, ordered Abdurrahman bin Abi Bakr to accompany Aisha to perform Umrah from At-Tan'im. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Footnote At-Tan'im is a well-known location outside Mecca. It is about 4 miles from Mecca in the direction of Al-Medina. Tuhfat Al-Ahwaldi Comments Aisha, like other wives of the Prophet, peace be upon him, had intended to perform Hajj Tamattu' but due to the start of the menses, she was unable to perform Umrah separately and her Hajj became Qiran, in which the segments of Umrah come under the performance of Hajj. She longed to perform Umrah separately. The Prophet, peace be upon him, asked her brother, Abdurrahman, to take her to Tan'im to reassume Ihram and perform Umrah. Chapter on what has been related about performing Umrah from Al-Ja'rana. Muharrish Al-Ka'bi narrated, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, left Al-Ja'rana during the night for Umrah. Then he entered Mecca during the night and performed his Umrah. Then he left there during the night. Then he was in Al-Ja'rana by the morning, as if he had spent the night. When the sun passed the zenith in the morning, he left from the midst of Sarif until he came on a road from amidst Sarif. It is because of this that his Umrah was concealed from the people. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Footnote Regarding Al-Ja'rana, see hadith number 815b. Comments The Prophet, peace be upon him, on the 17th or 18th of Dhul Qaida, after Hijrah, on Wednesday, left Ja'rana and went to Mecca. There he performed Umrah and the same night returned to Ja'rana, and on Thursday, V.I. Sarif went back to the valley. That is why most of the people were not aware of his Umrah. Some of the companions have denied it because they were not aware of this Umrah. Chapter on what has been related about Umrah during Rajab. Urwa said, Ibn Umar was asked 
In which month did the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, perform Umrah? He said, During Rajab. So Aisha said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, did not perform Umrah except that he was with him, meaning Ibn Umar, and he did not ever perform Umrah in the month of Rajab. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Ibn Umar narrated, the Prophet, peace be upon him, performed Umrah four times. One of them was during Rajab. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Comments The Prophet, peace be upon him, did not perform any Umrah in Rajab. But performing Umrah in this month is proven from the Salaf, like Umar and Uthman. Both of them performed Umrah in the month of Rajab and Al-Muharram every year. Aisha also performed Umrah in Rajab. Ma'arif, Volume 6, page 339. Chapter on what has been related about Umrah during Dhul Qa'idah. Al-Bara narrated, the Prophet, peace be upon him, performed Umrah during Dhul Qa'idah. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Comments The Prophet, peace be upon him, performed four Umrah. 1. Umratul Hudaybiyah, which actually was not performed, but its reward was given by Allah. 2. In the 7th year of Hijrah, Umratul Qadah was performed. 3. The very next year, in the time of the conquest of Mecca, Umrah of Ja'rana was performed. 4. In the 10th year after Hijrah, before the performance of Hajj, Umrah was performed. The first three Umrah were performed in the month of Dhul Qa'idah, and the fourth was performed in Dhul Hijjah with Hajj, but its travel began in Dhul Qa'idah. Chapter on what has been related about Umrah during Ramadan. Umm Aqil narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Umrah during Ramadan is equal to Hajj. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Comments this narration proves that as reward is increased due to holy places where the act was performed, the same way reward is increased due to sacred times when the act was performed. Chapter on what has been related about the one who says the talbiyah for hajj but he suffers a fracture or becomes lame. Ikrimah narrated from Al-Hajjaj bin Amr who narrated that the Messenger of Allah peace be upon him said, Whoever suffers a fracture or becomes lame, then he leaves the state of ihram and is required to perform another hajj. I, Ikrimah, mentioned that to Abu Hurairah and Ibn Abbas and they said he told the truth. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments If someone resumes ihram for hajj and on his way some mishap happens, he meets some accident or fever overcomes him, or his means of maintenance are spent, or some enemy blocks his way, or for some other unavoidable reason he is not able to reach Mecca and perform Hajj, according to the Ahnaf, he will leave the state of Ihram and he will have to perform Hajj at some other time. Chapter on what has been related about stating a condition for Hajj. Ibn Abbas narrated, Luba'ah bint Az-Zubair came to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and said, O Messenger of Allah, 
I want to perform Hajj, so should I state a condition? He said, Yes. She asked, So how should I say it? He said, Say, Labbaik Allahumma labbaik. Mahilli min al ardi haythu tahbisuni. I respond to your call, O Allah. I respond to your call. I will exit Ihram anywhere on earth where you prevent me. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Chapter on something else related about what has been related about stating a condition for Hajj. Salim narrated that his father disliked making a condition during Hajj and he said, Is not the Sunnah of your Prophet, peace be upon him, enough for you? This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Comments Ibn Umar was not aware of the narration of Duba'ah, that is why he objected to performing a conditional Hajj. Had he known this narration, he would not have objected. Chapter on what has been related about a woman whose menses begin after Al-Ifa'adah. Aisha narrated, it was mentioned to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, that Safiya bin Huyay got her menses during the days of Mina. So he said, will she prevent us from departing? They said, she has done tawaf al-ifadah. So the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, in that case, there is no harm. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Solution of the problem If the menses of a woman start before performing tawaf al-ifadah and her stay in Mecca is not possible as the date and time of her departure from Mecca is fixed and there is no possibility of change in this schedule, in this difficult situation, according to Hafiz ibn Taymiyyah, she should take a bath and perform tawaf al-ifadah and she will pay the penalty, sacrifice of an animal in the limits of the haram. For more details, see Fatawa ibn Taymiyyah, volume 26, page 242 to 244. Ibn Umar said, whoever performs hajj to the house, then let the last of their acts be at the house, except for menstruating women. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, gave them permission to leave. This hadith is graded sahih mawquf, or authentic and stopped, a narration from a companion only, i.e. his own statement. Chapter on what has been related about which rites are carried out by the menstruating women. Aisha narrated, I got my menses so the Prophet, peace be upon him, ordered me to carry out all of the rites except for tawaf around the house. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Ibn Abbas narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, the woman in postnatal bleeding and menses were to perform ghusl, enter ihram, and carry out all of the rites except for tawaf around the house until they become clean. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Chapter on what has been related about whoever performs hajj or umrah then let the last of his acts be at the house. Al-Harith bin Abdullah bin Aus said, I heard the Prophet peace be upon him saying, whoever performs hajj to this house or umrah then let the last of his acts be at the house. So Umar said, May your hand be humiliated. You heard this from the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, but did not inform us of it? 
This hadith is graded ضعيف or weak. Comments Harith bin Abdullah bin Aus asked about the tawaf of departing though he had heard about this issue from the Prophet peace be upon him. For this reason, Umar showed his annoyance and said if he had heard it from the Prophet peace be upon him, why did he not mention it? Chapter on what has been related about the Qarin performs one tawaf. Jabir narrated, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, performed Qaran for Hajj and Umrah, so he performed one tawaf for both of them. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments All the imma and the people of knowledge agree that a person performing Hajj Qiran will perform one tawaf and Sa'i only. Tuhfat al Ahwaldi, Volume 2. Page 119. It should be remembered that here, one tawaf means that tawaf which is accompanied by sa'i. After voluntary tawaf, there is no sa'i. There is no restriction on the number of voluntary tawaf. One can perform as many as one wishes. Tawaf al ifada and tawaf al wada' are essential. See Fath al Bara, Volume 3, page 624 to 626. Ibn Umar narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever assumes ihram for Hajj and Umrah, then it is acceptable for him to perform one tawaf and one sa'i for them both until he exits ihram for both of them together. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Chapter on what has been related about the Muhajir staying in Mecca for three days after returning from Mina. Al-Ala bin al-Hadrami narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, The Muhajir may stay for three days in Mecca after carrying out his rights. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments An immigrant who has migrated from Mecca cannot reside in Mecca again. Upon the return from Mina on the 13th of Dhul-Hijjah to Mecca, one can stay for three days only. And these three days, will not be considered residents in Mecca. For details, see Fath al-Bara, Volume 7, Chapter on Residents of an Immigrant. Chapter on what has been related about what to say when coming home after Hajj and Umrah. Ibn Umar said, When the Prophet peace be upon him would come home from a battle, or Hajj, or Umrah, when he was it at a tract of land, or raised area, he would say, Allahu Akbar. Allah is most great, three times. Then say, La ilaha illallah, wahdahu la sharika lah, lahul mulk, walahul hamd, wa huwa ala kulli shayin qadir. Aibuna abidun, sa'ihuna li rabbina hamidun. Sadaqallahu wa'dah, wa nasra abdah, wa hazamal ahzaba wahdah. None has the right to be worshipped but Allah, alone, without partners. To him belongs the sovereignty, and to him belongs the praise, and he has power over all things. We are returning, repenting, worshipping, traveling for our Lord, and we are praising. Allah has told the truth, and kept his promise, and helped his worshipper, and rooted the confederates alone. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Comments The Prophet, peace be upon him, in his travel, or sojourn, always asked Allah's blessings according to the need of the situation. 
The reason behind making these supplications was to praise Allah and express His greatness and confess one's humbleness. This is all for the guidance of the Muslims and to show them that a man may attain the greatest status in this world, but before Allah, he is always weak, humble, and a slave of Allah. Man is always in need of Allah's help and guidance. Chapter on what has been related about the Muhrim who dies in his ihram. Ibn Abbas narrated, We were with the Messenger of Allah on a journey when he saw a man fall from his camel. His neck was broken and he died, and he was a Muhrim. So the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Wash him with water and sidr, and shroud him in garments, and do not cover his head, for indeed he will be resurrected on the Day of Judgment, saying the Talbiyah. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments On the basis of this narration, Imam al-Shafi'i, Imam Ahmad, Ishaq, and the Zahiriyah all say that after the death of a muhrim, the deceased remains in the state of ihram. Therefore, his head should not be covered, and no perfume should be sprinkled on his body or coffin. This is the correct view that emerges from the narration. Chapter on what has been related about if the muhrim's eyes bother him, then he may use a bandage with aloes. Nubayh bin Wahab narrated that Umar bin Ubaidillah bin Ma'mar was complaining about his eyes while he was a muhrim. He asked Abban bin Uthman about it and he said, Bandage it with some aloes. For I heard Uthman bin Affan mentioning that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Bandage it with aloes. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments It is unanimously agreed upon that a muhrim can use aloes ointment which has no perfume for his eye ailment. There is no penalty on him if he uses odorless medicine, but if he uses a perfumed medicine, there will be a penalty on him. Chapter on what has been related about what is required from a muhrim who shaves his head while in ihram. Abdurrahman bin Abi Layla narrated from Ka'ab bin Ujrah that the Prophet, peace be upon him, passed by him while he was at Al-Hudaybiyah, before entering Mecca, and he was a muhrim. He had lit a fire under a cooking pot and lice were falling all over his face. So he, the Prophet peace be upon him said, Have these lice of yours troubled you? He said, Yes. He said, Shave and feed six of the poor with a faraq, and a faraq is three sa'a, or fast three days, or slaughter a sacrifice. Ibn Abi Najih, one of the narrators said, Or slaughter a sheep. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments If a muhrim has a problem with his head and needs to shave his head, all agree that he can do it, but he has to pay the penalty. He will have to either slaughter an animal or fast for three days or feed six poor persons. Chapter on what has been related about giving permission for the shepherds to stone a day and leave stoning a day. Abi al-Baddah bin Adi narrated from his father, The Prophet, peace be upon him, permitted the shepherds to stone a day and leave a day. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Spending the night in Mina is sunnah, according to Imam Abu Hanifa and Imam Ahmad. If the night is not spent in Mina, it is disliked and disapproved, but there is no penalty for it.
Al-Mughni, volume 5, page 325. According to Imam Malik and al-Shafi'i, spending the night in Mina is obligatory. Abi al-Baddah bin Asim bin Adi narrated from his father, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, permitted the camel herders who were in the camp at Mina to stone on the day of al-Nahar, then to gather the stoning of two days after the day of al-Nahar, so that they stoned them during one of them. Malik said, I think that he said about the first of them, then they should stone on the day of departure. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Most of the scholars agree and their point of view is that the stoning is on the 11th and 12th of Dhul Hijjah. Ma'arif, volume 6, page 410. And then one can be combined on one of those days. Stones again on the 13th of Dhul Hijjah. Imam Khattabi has quoted this from Imam Malik and Imam Shafi'i. Chapter on For a man to begin the Talbiyah as the Prophet peace be upon him did. Anas bin Malik narrated When Ali returned to the Messenger of Allah peace be upon him from Yemen, he said, For what did you intend the Talbiyah? He replied, I intended the Talbiyah for what the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, announced it. So he, peace be upon him, said, If I did not have the Hadi with me, then I would exit Ihram. This Hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Comments Imam Ibn Qudama writes that assuming unspecified Ihram and to follow some other person's Ihram is approved. There is no difference of opinion in it. Al-Mughni, Volume 5, page 97 Chapter on what has been related about the day of Al-Hajj Al-Akbar. Ali narrated, I asked the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, about the day of Al-Hajj Al-Akbar, and he said, the day of Al-Nahar. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Ali narrated, the day of Al-Hajj Al-Akbar is the day of Al-Nahar. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Comments there is difference of opinion in the explanation of Al-Hajj Al-Akbar. Most of the scholars say that Al-Hajj Al-Akbar means Al-Hajj and Umrah is called Al-Hajj Al-Asghar. The day of Al-Nahar is named Al-Hajj Al-Akbar because many of the Hajj segments are performed on this day like A. Stoning of the Jamarah B. Shaving the head or cutting the hair C. Sacrifice of the animal and D. Tawaf of Ifadah Tuhfat al-Ahwadi, volume 2, page 122. Chapter on what has been related about touching the two corners. Ibn Ubaid bin Umar narrated from his father, Ibn Umar was clinging on the two corners in a manner that I had not seen any of the companions of the Prophet, peace be upon him, doing. So I said, O Abu Abdurrahman, you are clinging on the two corners in a manner that I have not seen any of the companions of the Prophet, peace be upon him, clinging. So he said, I do it because I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, saying, Touching them atones for sins. And I heard him saying, Whoever performs tawaf around this house seven times and he keeps track of it, then it is as if he freed a slave. And I heard him saying, One foot is not put down nor another raised except that Allah removes a sin from him and records a good merit for him. This hadith is graded Hassan 
or good. Comments While touching the black stone, it is not proper to make it difficult for others to reach it, or pushing others, to make room for oneself. In this narration, Ibn Umar's answer means that he is not harming or hitting anybody, nor he is not creating trouble for others. Chapter on what has been related about talking during Tawaf. Ibn Abbas narrated that the Prophet peace be upon him said, Tawaf around the house is similar to Salah, except that you talk during it. So whoever talks in it, then let him not say but good. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments According to this narration, Tawaf is an ibadah like Salah. So one should perform Tawaf after making ablution and the women should not cover their faces and palms just as in the case of Salah. Chapter on what has been related about the black stone. Ibn Abbas narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said about the black stone, By Allah, Allah will raise it on the day of resurrection with two eyes by which it sees, and a tongue that it speaks with, testifying to whoever touched it in truth. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Comments This narration shows that the black stone which apparently appears to be a simple piece of stone, will be granted the ability to testify for those who touch it. Chapter on the Muhrim who had some oil applied. Ibn Umar narrated, the Prophet peace be upon him would apply oil that is not scented, غير muqattat, while he was a Muhrim. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Comments it is unanimously agreed upon that while in a state of ihram, it is prohibited to use any kind of perfume or perfumed oil. Chapter on what has been related about carrying Zamzam water. Hisham bin Urwa narrated from his father about Aisha that she would carry some Zamzam water and she would say, Indeed, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, would carry it. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnotes 1. Regarding carrying Zemzem water, that is, to take some of it when leaving Mecca. 2. Regarding the Prophet peace be upon him carrying it, meaning carrying it home or taking some of it when leaving. Comments This narration shows that taking Zemzem water to other places is Sunnah. Chapter on Where to Perform the Dhuhr Prayer on the Day of Tarwiyah Abdul Aziz bin Rufayah narrated, I said to Anas bin Malik, Narrate something to me that you understand about where the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, performed dhuhr on the day of Tarwiyah. He said, In Mina. I said, So where did he pray Asur on the day of departure? He said, In Al-Abtah. Then he said, Do what your leaders do. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic.